find a way to create balance between work and learning uh, because uh, it can be a cheeky thing. You are productive, you are doing work, you're doing work, you're doing work. And um, if you're not careful, you might have stagnated. Uh, and if you don't have a way of um, looking back or reviewing your journey or checking if you are improving, you might just stay stagnated like and stay there forever. So um, find a way to create balance for yourself and um, evaluate how far you've come. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's basically, it should yeah. be a question at the back of your mind at all times should be, is my motion producing speed? Because as I mm-hmm. mean, most times you've settled into a routine. Yeah. The, the routine now is now supersedes advancement or growth. And sometimes you might be fooled into thinking that the routine is enough to bring growth, but you might just be at a uh, at a plateau. You might not be advancing, despite mm-hmm. uh, because you're not meeting new things. You're just working with the family day in day out, especially when you're doing this professionally. Hello, 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 hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you're listening to us, and wherever you're listening to us from. This is the Creatives Chronicles, the podcast for designers and developers. Here on the show, we share our experiences, we share our learnings and feelings. We keep it real. We explore topics and conversations to help you become a well-rounded professional. My name is Bright Maker, and as always, I'm joined by the boss himself, the man, the meat, and the legend, Bosiki Chikunda. Good morning, boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today to listen to today's show, to today's episode. Before we get into today's episode, we'd like to um, start a new segment. Uh, Drum roll, please. Okay, Uh, this segment is going to be called Word from the Creative Clan, a word from the Creative Clan. And uh, as a creative listening to this show, you are part of a creative community. You are part of the creative clan. And um, every message, every feedback and review you leave us, it means the world to us. We would read it, we would take it in, we make adjustments where necessary, and we'll improve. And now, for um, a word from the creative clan. Uh, this message is from Mr. Eric. He says, hi, Bright. I listened to your podcast on working for free and it was nice. I, I think you guys should make a podcast on negotiations for developers. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Eric. Uh, we'll definitely put that on the shadow. And um, yeah, we'll talk about that in one episode. And, and this is from iTunes. Uh, it's from Drew Cypher Jones, and it reads, a great show of uh, a great show giving advice to those of us in the business of creativity. So please check it, check them out. Yeah, thanks for that one. Thanks, thank you so much. Uh, so please, we'll definitely be reading your feedback and your input on uh, episodes and on the podcast. All right, to this episode. We'll focus on the journey from being a novice to learning the fundamentals and then to gaining mastery. We'll be exploring a number of routes you could take as you journey on this path. 
as a creative professional. Uh, for starters, as, as humans, we all start out as beginners. No one comes out a master or professional. Every industry expert you see today started as a novice at one time in their life. And uh, starting out in any field might feel uneasy and scary. Let's talk about um, the feeling. Like, do you remember like uh, how it felt like when you started learning programming? Let's talk about that feeling, what it was like being a beginner. Well, I think basically in almost all endeavors, people start out with excitement first until you encounter challenges. For example, okay, the aspect of programming until encounter bugs, then the excitement which goes down the beats. It becomes tedious, some, some amount of tedium creeps in. So of course, generally it feels exciting. You're thinking about everything you're going to do, how you're going to grow, and what and what you're going to be programmer. It starts out with excitement, but mm. the challenge is maintaining that excitement as your, your fantasy clashes with reality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like for me, I remember when I, when I was interning in a design agency. Uh, yeah, like you said, it was exciting at first, and then um, there was the, there was the part that was a struggle. Like you, you execute a project, and um, only for it to end up looking poorly designed or not up to the standards you have like in mind. Man, that feeling was not um, <laughs> that, that part was not very funny or nice. Clarity is, is, is important. Starting with the end in mind is something that helps. Decide for yourself what is the end game for your learning journey. Uh, it would do anyone, it would do you a lot of good to understand and be clear about what the end goal is, what it looks like. James Clear has this quote. Uh, he said, a lot of people feel like they lack motivation when what they really lack is clarity. What does your end goal look like? Is it to be decent, good, great, or to be the very best at what you do? Having this goal in mind or on paper, it helps set the direction you should be going in. A number of times, the end goal can be very clear. You know what you want to get to, but without a plan and roadmap, it can be a very long and tiring journey. But boss, let's give um, some sort of guide and roadmap from getting from novice to mastery for developers and designers. Uh, you talk on the developer's part, and then I would speak on the designer's part. As a developer, one is you draw out your goals. What are, what, what do you plan on achieving? Why are you embarking on this job? Maybe to make more money, it might be to build apps, it might be a variety of other reasons. So you have your goal, but be aware that Reality is not going to exactly conform to what you have planned down on paper. Mm. So, yeah. like, uh, General Eisenhower said, he said, plans are useless, but planning is indispensable. It's vital. So, reality is not going to proceed exactly like your plan. It's not a script. A lot of things can happen. A lot of variables change. So, your plan should be flexible enough to adapt to changing conditions too. Your, Progress or your effort shouldn't be shouldn't be depicted by your emotion, how you feel. The amount of excitement you feel when you start is not going to be constant. 
that excitement is not going to persist in perpetuity. You're not always going to be that excited. And sometimes you're going to be very frustrated when dealing with bugs or when dealing with challenges that are a bit beyond the reach of your current skill level. So you're going to be feeling a whole range of emotions, but your your forward march should not be hampered by you feeling bad on a particular day. Because when you when you surmount each challenge, you're going to be having feelings of ecstasy. So your your drive and your efforts and whatever it is you do, you're working towards achieving your goals as you have set the time should not be controlled by emotions. Awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, uh, for designers, the um, first place to start would be understanding the principles and fundamentals, like educate yourself on principles of design and fundamentals of design. Books will come in handy here. And um, for, for the education bits, I found a hack. Full disclosure, I have paid subscription on a number of training programs, like the Interaction Design Foundation and a few other courses like that. Uh, now to the hack. Like um, when I see a really interesting design course or program and um, it's way out of my budget, what I do is I download their curriculum and then like the entire curriculum, the entire thing. And I use it as a study guide. Like I would read articles and books on various topics in that curriculum. And it's been really helpful especially the book part, like reading the books on those topics, it helps a ton because a number of books are quite affordable. So uh, I go that route to understand the basics. So you want to start understanding principles and uh, fundamentals because what this does is um, it helps explain the decisions other designers have been making. It helps, it helps you understand why a designer did this in their design, why they made this choice, why they use this color, why they use these shapes. Like you would understand the reasoning behind design decisions. So you want to start out with reading and educating yourself, watching courses that would help you understand design principles and fundamentals. Secondly, you want to get your hands dirty, like do the work. Like you can't, you can't substitute. There's no substitution for this. Uh, and this is something that um, Bosuke always harps on, like the importance of doing the actual work, like it cannot be replaced. Walk through the examples you see online, like copy from people that are executing at the highest level. Uh, now, this is with a caveat though, like please do, do, don't pass someone else's work as yours. Uh, when you make posts of um, these works that you copied or iterations of someone else's design, please give them credit. Like, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't, don't copy without credit or attributing the original designers. And um, another thing that, that I've seen that helps is um, getting uh, mentored or um, seeking and seeking feedback. Reach out to people you admire on social media, reach out to them, DM them, ask for guidance, ask questions on concepts that you're struggling to understand. For instance, there's a subject you, um, or a topic in design you saw somewhere or you read and it's not very clear to you and you've checked and checked, you couldn't get an answer. Uh, you'd be surprised the number of people who would want to give answers and feedback, like just ask the question. Uh, in, and you would get feedback and some might 
respond to you, some might not, but um, never know if you don't ask. And um, finally, uh, be, be tenacious and patient. Like, it does take a while to get good. When I was interning, it was really, um, it was a while before I, I started designing and um, was proud of what I was doing because at the beginning stages, you de- do it design and in your mind, you might feel like it's it's kind of good, but um, when put to a number of tests, like uh, when it's been reviewed and uh, the real uh, you understand that, oh, okay, I didn't do this well, I didn't do that well. So be patient with yourself and your process. It's going to uh, take a while, but, but it's possible and you can do it. All right. Uh, but boss, are there any other suggestions on implementation strategies that would come in handy for um, going through this phase as a novice and then get into mastery? Not much. Everything boils down to putting it. But one, another caveat. So basically, the thing is, in many cases, the, the problem is not in actually doing the work or knowing what to do. It's actually av- avoiding certain pitfalls and being cautious of certain things, which is why I focused my own, uh, I focused on the caveats and pitfalls. Another caveat is don't take too much. As, as a beginner, in, in your excitement, you want to, then everything at once, and you can go on a, a on a shopping spree, on a hunting spree, get videos, books, and tutorials, and what have you. It's in now. It now be it now. The hunt for materials now overtakes doing the actual work. It now becomes a a very unproductive distraction. So take it easy. You're not going to be able to read all the materials and books and videos. During when I was learning to, I was grabbing any book I could find on Java. I had over a hundred books on different topics and aspects of Java. Till date, after over ten years, I don't think I read up to fifty of them. And so you don't need all the materials you think you need. You don't. You don't need all the resources you might be grabbing. So that's one common beginner pitfall. Grabbing material, looking out for every materials you can find. You can't, you can't seem to get enough materials, enough videos, enough resources. That's, at the end of the day, the materials are an aid to you to help you learn to put in the work, to guide your efforts. So they, should, so they, should, they should always be in the background. They should always be tertiary. They should always serve as a guide. They should not become where you spend your main efforts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Information overload can be... Uh... Yeah, it's a thing, like a huge thing. So um, curate, 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 uh, but don't uh, get so overwhelmed with what you're curating that you now uh, feel, I think it's analysis paralysis that it's called in some quarters. So please um, understand that um, you don't need every single material out there. Uh, decide on one one thing or two things and um, stick to it uh, see through then if if you have questions if something is not clear reach out to people reach out to um send us a message we, we would try our best to point you in the right direction we we don't have all the answers we have some answers uh we'll try our best to give you uh, the answers we do have. Okay, uh, boss, you mentioned something in passing, the pitfalls to avoid, because why it is important to know what to do is also 
critical and also important to understand what to avoid. Like, as in, it is important to know what to avoid when you are going through this journey as a novice and or beginner and, you know, getting to the level you want to get to as a master in any field you are looking to get, become a master in. Let's focus, let's do a deep dive, like, um, for you practically. What, what, what were some pitfalls that looking back, uh, you you mentioned one, but, but let's, I, I think it, it would do uh, a lot of good if we take time to also talk about pitfalls to avoid. Basically, my, all my points so far for the report have been about uh, have been understanding a lot of question and also avoiding pitfalls. So even if I only, uh, I only talk, uh, we used the word pitfalls in the last one, all of them have been about avoiding pitfalls. <laughs> Stop <laughs> tying your your efforts to your emotions because your emotions are going to change. You're not going to be as excited when you started. So if you're expecting that excitement to persist, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. You're going to be frustrated on some days. You're going to be you're going to feel blase as in just normal on other days. You're going to be ecstatic on some other days. So it's you're going to be feeling a whole range of emotions. So you shouldn't let your emotions be primary driver. Or the primary motivator. So that's one. Then two, when you're drafting your goals, what you want to do, what you want to achieve, be have it at the back of your mind that reality, most often, will play out more differently than what you have on paper. You're not going to follow your scripts. So your mm-hmm. goal should be such that can adapt to changing conditions, changing situations, because situations and variables will always change. So your goal should be such that they can adapt. They shouldn't be so inflexible that, that reality has to proceed according to your scripts because it most likely will not. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are basically okay. general pitfalls to avoid. Those are the general ones that, that okay. express themselves differently in various contexts. The reason why I just restricted it to high-level okay. uh, okay. uh, cautions. Because they will express themselves differently for different people and at different times and in different contexts. But if you have a high level of view, a high level guidance, then it can you can apply it to all the or any possible scenario you come across. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, this applies to to people who are no longer beginners, right? Like people who are like intermediate and want to advance, right? Some of them, the one about hoarding materials it doesn't apply as much to inter- people that are intermediate and advanced because by then you learned your lesson the hard way sometimes. So it's usually beginners that want to grab every material. Uh, the which one is what is the best book on this? They want to read every material. And another thing too, for, so for, for beginners or for things that you do, for active tasks like developing, designing, for physical activities, you don't need to read the book from cover to cover. They, sh- they can serve as a reference. Although as a beginner, sometimes you might need to take one book or one resource and follow it from beginning to end. But you don't have to read every material from cover to cover. Sometimes in a book, the only thing that might give you value might just be one chapter or some paragraphs. That might be what you need in the whole book. So you shouldn't mm-hmm. subject yourself to reading the book from cover to cover just to just to clean the information you want. But as a beginner, there are materials which you start with that you have to read cover to cover, but the vast majority of them, you just need to pick the 
the information you need from them. You don't necessarily have to read it from cover to cover because as a beginner, you might feel like you're, you're doing something wrong if you don't read every material starts to the end. You don't watch every video from beginning to finish. But yeah. that is usually not the case. It's the case only for a very few and a very few selection of materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true, very true. And for designers, there yeah, is the concept of um, uh, jibilization, like um, <clears throat> this is when aesthetics is just uh, the core of what you were doing, like without taking cognizance of view fundamental goals of that project or uh, design principles. So that, that is one pitfall you should avoid and um, getting carried away by some trends that might not be adding to your skill set. That might just be uh, a passing thing. So please, you want to avoid them. It's not every trend. It's not every trending thing that you, you must um, pay attention to. You can please focus on your your journey. Some might be helpful, but but not all of them. And um, for people who are intermediate, uh, find a way to create balance between work and learning. Uh, because uh, it can be a cheeky thing. You are productive, you are doing work, you're doing work, you're doing work. And um, if you're not careful, you might have stagnated. Uh, and if you don't have a way of um, looking back or reviewing your journey or checking if you are improving, you might just stay stagnated like and stay there forever. So um, find a way to create balance for yourself and um, evaluate how far you've come. Yeah, uh, basically, you should yeah. always the question at the back of your mind at all times should be Is my motion producing speed? Because as an intermediate, mm. most times you've settled into a routine. Yeah. The, the routine now is now supersedes advancement or growth. And sometimes you might be fooled into thinking that the routine is enough to bring growth, but you might just be at a, uh, at a plateau. You might not be advancing. Despite, mm-hmm. uh, because you're not meeting new things, you're just working with the family day in, day out, especially when you're doing this professionally. So the question at the back of your mind as an intermediate is, my motion producing speed. So the mm-hmm. routine, all the routine activities, am I growing from it? If the answer is no, as it's, it will at some point be, you have to now upend your routine a bit and introduce new challenges Mm-hmm. Out new new problems to solve to to bring in groups and advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> See how growth and advancement acts itself is motion is it bringing speed. Phenomenal. Hi, right, boss. Uh, closing words. The closing words, like I said last, does motion is motion producing speed one. Then for beginners, uh, have the various pitfalls at the back of your mind, and. One other thing I might want to say to beginners is, most times too, uh, for people like me and for those who are also strong-willed, you might not believe all these pitfalls. Maybe uh, that is, I, I don't think, I don't believe that I don't need all the materials. So it's okay. You will only find it out the hard way. And it's good to, but most times, lessons learn the hard way. Uh, they always stick, they are permanent. So, Pay attention to the pitfalls. Don't, don't be imprinted by them, but just be aware of them. Know that reality mm-hmm. is not always going to match up to your goals. Don't be ruled by your emotions. And shouldn't go hunting for 
all the materials available in the world. But you don't need them or you can't even go through all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. There's a limit to what you can do or can't do. There's a limit to how much information uh, you, you can take in. Uh, for, for me, it would be curate for yourself a support system and an environment that supports your career growth. Um, like join communities that, that would um, be positive for your career growth communities, online communities. Uh, and um, this environment could be physical, like your physical environment, you make it um, easy for you, like you find ways to make uh, um, learning a part of your daily life. Uh, it would help. And joining virtual online communities and forums and man, your social media field is also important. Like, um, curate what you see, curate some, curate what would help, uh, advance your career. And sure, you, entertainment is cool. Uh, but we'll find the balance. All right. Uh, we have some announcements. Please don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Like, uh, Go to thecreativeschronicles.com forward slash subscribe and select your favorite podcast player. Click on the subscribe button and please leave us a review on iTunes. It, it helps other creatives discover this show on iTunes. And um, you can talk to us on social media. You can send us a DM. Tell us what stood out for you into this episode. And also do tell us about your journey. Tell us uh, how you've been learning and um, you can send us suggestions and topics and on the show in general. Uh, get in touch via DMs and Twitter or send us an email, thecreativeschronicles at gmail.com. And if you found this episode valuable to share with friends and loved ones, uh, remember to always be creating, like always be creating. Go out today and create awesomeness. Go out and create awesomeness. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.